0: Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Warrior Cats the series. I'm your host Sherpster. Today we will be reading um, chapter 19 and 20. And before we get started, I have a shout out. So, I go over here. Okay, so this is a review on Apple Podcast. It um, says, good podcast. Hi, Shadowclaw here. I'm a deputy of ShadowClan. I'm a Black Tom and this podcast is great, and I'm addicted to it. Originally, I started listening to it because I was unable to find it, find Into the Wild, and I can't stop. P.S. I'm sure this podcast will become very popular. Shadowclaw, a pure black tom with a bit of gray stripes and a red harness. You, wait, hon, sorry, hon, you're good. You're posting less often. Yes, um, and then the username is pineapple... 85 um 85 and um uh yeah so um to an- i know i'm posting less i have exams coming a- up so it's i'm uh, having trouble finding the time to um post um but hopefully i should be able to post over christmas break a lot um i'm hoping to do that so yeah now we can get on with the episode and one more thing um if you guys want to send in a voice message um and you don't want to do it through the link that i have on some of my episodes you can um download the anchor app and listen you could listen to my podcast um there and um uh, send in um a uh, voice message so you can do that and then um yeah. Now we can read chapter 19. Shocked and angry caterwauls walls rose up from the cast surrounding the Great Rock. Every muscle in Fireheart's body urged him to creep backward into the bushes and hide from their fury. It took all his strength to stay where he was. Sandstorm pressed against his side, as shaken as he was, and he found her warmth comforting. On top of the Great Rock, Tallstar whipped around to face Bluestar. Is this true? He snarled blue star did not reply at- to him at once with great dignity she stepped forward and faced nightstar the moonlight light glowed on her fur turned turned it turning it silver so that fireheart could all almost believe that the of star clan had leaped down from silver pellet to join them she waited until the noise from below had died down how do you know this she coolly asked nightstar when she could make herself heard have you been spying on our camp spying are spat the word out there's no need to spy when your apprentices gossip so freely my warriors heard this at the glass gathering how dare you dare to stand here now and tell me they are wrong oh wait do you dare to stand here now and tell me they are wrong as he spoke, Fireheart remembered seeing Swiftpaw and, sh- and the Shadow Clan's apprentices at the end of the last gathering. No wonder the young cat had looked guilty, as if he had been telling his friends all about ThunderClan's prisoner. So soon after, Bluestar had ordered all her clan, clan to keep quiet. Bluestar hesitated. Fireheart felt a pang of sympathy for her. Many of her own clan cats had been unhappy with her decision to shelter blind Broken Tail. How was she going to defend herself in front of the other clans? Tallstar crun- crouched in front of her. Her, her, his ears flattened. "Is it true?" he repeated. For a moment, Bluestar did not speak. Then she lifted her head defiantly. "Yes, it's true," she meowed. "Traitor!" spat uh, Blue- Tallstar. "You know that Brokenstar died. Did you know what Brokenstar did to us?" Bluestar's tail w- tipped. Tip. Twitched, Even from his place place below the rock, Fireheart could see the strain in every muscle muscle of her body and knew that she was struggling to keep calm. No cat dares to call me traitor, she hissed. I dare, retorted Tallstar. You are nothing but a traitor to the warrior code. If you are willing to give shelter to that, that heap of fox dung, all around the clearing, wind-clan cats leap to their paws, yelling in support of their leader, Traitor! Traitor! At the foot of the Great Rock, uh, Tiger Clawed, and Deadfoot, the wind-clan deputy face each other with their hackles raised, lips drawn back to show their sharp teeth. Their noses no more than a mouth length apart. Fireheart sprang up too, his fighting instincts sending energy to his paws. He caught a glimpse of Willowpelt snarling at the WindClan Queens with whom she had been sharing tongues a few moments before. A couple of Shadow Clan warriors paced threaten- threateningly toward Darkstripe, a mouse for a leap to his side, ready to attack. Stop! Blue Star yelled from her place on the great rock, How can you break the truce like this? Would you risk your, the wrath of Star Clan? As she spoke, the moonlight began to fade. Every cat in the clearing froze. Looking up, Fireheart saw a wisp of a cloud passing over the face of the moon. He shivered. Was that a warning from Star Clan? Because the clans seemed about to break the sacred t- truce. Clouds had covered the moon once before, a sign of Star Clan's anger that had brought the gathering to an end. As the cloud passed away, the moonlight strengthened again. The moment of crisis had passed. Most of the cats sat down. Through they continued to glare at one another. Whitestone pushed himself with a dead foot and tiger claw. Um, hold on. Sorry. Um, can you guys give me one sec? Um, I am really apologize for this. I have to do something. Bye. And we're back um sorry about that something was going on with the the podcast episode uh but i fixed it um all right uh let's see here let's see okay hold on okay as the cloud passed okay stop blue star yelled from her place on the great rock oh wait hold on (laughs) oh my gosh where is it Clouds had cr- covered the moon once before, a sign of StarClan's anger that had brought the gathering to an end. As the cloud passed away, the moonlight strengthened again. The moment of crisis had passed. Most of the cats sat down, though so they continued to glare at one another. White Star pushed himself between Deadfoot and Claw, and then sta- started to mew urgently into the ThunderClan deputy's ear. On the top of the Great Rock, Crooked Star stepped forward to stand beside Blue Star. He looked calm. Fireheart realized that all of the clans, river clan had had least reason to hate Broken Tail. He had not crossed the river into their territory or stolen their kits. Blue Star, he meowed, "Tell us why you have done this." Broken Tail is blind, Blue Star replied, her voice ringing out so that every cat can hear that hear clearing in the clearing could hear her. He is an old, defeated cat. He is no danger, not anymore. Would you have him starved to death in the forest? Yes. Nightstar's voice rose shrill and. Sorry, we have construction going on at my house. Um. Yes. Nightstar's voice rose shrill and insistent. No death is too cruel for him. Puffs of foam spun from the Shadow Clan leader's lips. He, tr- he thrust his head aggressively toward Tulsar and snarled, Will you g- forgive the cat who drove you out? For a moment, Fireheart wondered why Nightstar would be so frantic, so intent on whipping up Tulsar's hatred like this. He was clan ne- leader now. What harm could a blind prisoner do to him? Tulsar flinched away from the Shadow Clan leader, clearly taken aback by his fury. You know how much this means to my clan, he meowed. We, we will never forgive Broken Star. Then I tell you, you're wrong. Meow, yeah, Blue Star. The warrior code tells us to show compassion. Tall Star, don't you remember what T- ThunderClan did for you when you were defeated and driven out? We found you and brought you home. And later, we, forgo- we fought side by side against RiverClan. Have you forgotten that you owe us? Far from the soothing Tall Star. Blue Star's words angered the one clan leader more than ever. He stalked up to her her his fur bristling. Does ThunderClan clan claim to own us? he spat out. Is that why you brought us back? To bow to your wishes and accept your decisions without question? Do you think clan has no honor? Bluestor bowed her head in the face of the clan leader's fury. Tulsar, she meowed, you're right that no clan can own another. That's not what I meant. But remember how you felt when you but remember how you felt when you were weak. And try to show compassion now. If we drive Broken Tail out to die, we're no better than he is. Compassion? Spat night, sir, Don't give us tails fit, tails fit for kits, Blue Star. What compassion did Broken Star ever show? Yells of agreement filled the air as he spoke. Nightstar added, you must drive him out now, Blue Star, or I'll want to know the reason why. Bluestar's eyes nar- narrowed to glittering blue slits. Don't tell me how to run my clan. I'll tell you th- this, Star growled. If ThunderClan keeps on sheltering Brokenstar, you can expect trouble. ShadowClan will see to that. And one clan, snarled Tarlstar. For a moment, Blue Star was silent. Fireheart knew h- how dangerous it was to make enemies of two clans at once, especially when some of her own cats were unhappy. With their decisions to make to take care of Broken Tail, Thunderclan does not take orders from other clans. She mailed at last. We do what we think is right. Right, Nightstar jeered. To shelter that bloodthirsty enough, Bluestar interrupted. No more argument. No more argument. There's other business to discuss at this gathering. Or have you forgotten? Nightstar and Tallstar exchanged a exchange glance. And while they hesitated, Crooked Star stepped forward to report on the floods and the damage done to River clan camp. They let him speak through fireheart didn't know that many cats were listening uh, through fireheart didn't think that many cats were listening. The hollow was buzzing with shock, uh, shocked speculation about broken tail. Sandstorm pressed closer to Fireheart and meowed in his ears. I think there would be enough trouble over Broken Tail, as soon as Nightstar started to speak. I know, Fireheart replied, but Bluestar can't send him away now. It would look as if she were giving in. No cat would respect her after that, not from ThunderClan or any clan. Sandstorm gave a low purr of agreement. Fireheart tried to concentrate on the rest of the gathering, but it was difficult. He could help being aware he couldn't help but being aware of the hostile glares on all sides from the cats of wind Clan and Shadow Clan, and he wished the gathering were over. It seemed a long time and before the moon began to sink, and the cats began to divide into their patrols for the journey home in silent accord. The ThunderClan warriors bounded up to Blue Star as soon as she left the great rock and made a protective circle around her. Fireheart guessed that they were all as uncertain as he was that the truce would hold. As the warriors formed up around Blue Star, Fireheart caught sight of one whisker, slipping past on his way to join a group of one clan cats. Their eyes met, and one whisker paused. I'm so so sorry about this, Fireheart. He meowed softly. I haven't forgotten how how you brought us home. Thanks, One Whisker, Fireheart replied. I wish he broke off as Tireclaw pushed his way into the circle of cats, glaring at them and baring his teeth at one Whisker, who backed toward the Wing Clan cats. Fireheart braced himself for a rebuke, but the deputy stalked right past him. "'I hope you're satisfied,' Tireclaw snarled at Bluestar as he took his place beside her. "'Now two clans are yelling for our blood. We should have thrown out that piece of vermin long ago.'" Fireheart couldn't help feeling surprised by Tiger Claw's hostility toward the ThunderClan Clan leader or the ThunderClan Clan prisoner. Not long before, he had seen Tiger Claw sharing tongues with Broken Tail, as if the deputy had, were reconciled re- to the cat staying in the clan. But maybe it wasn't so surprising that he had been ruffled, as they all had, by the clash with Wing Clan and Shadow Clan. Claw, this is no place to argue among ourselves. Blue Star told him quietly, "When we get back to camp, and how do you intend to get back?" It was Night Star who interrupted, who interrupted, pushing his way past the ThunderClan Clan warriors. "Not the way you came, I hope. If you set one paw on our tra- on clan territory, we'll rip you to pieces, pieces." He turned and slipped away into the shadows without waiting for a reply. For a moment, Blue Star looked confused. There was no other way to get back to ThunderClan camp, Fireheart knew, unless they tried to swim the, str- the stream. He shivered at the thought of the fierce current that almost caused him his life. Would they have to stay at four trees until the, li- until, until the flood water went down? Then he caught the scent of RiverClan and turned to see Crooked Star approaching with some of his warriors. I heard that, the pale Tabby Tom addressed Blue Star, Star is wrong. At a time like this, all cats should help one another. He glanced at Fireheart as he spoke, and Fireheart guessed he was remembering how Fireheart and Graystripe had helped RiverClan by sharing prey. But none of the ThunderClan cats here, except for Blue Star, knew anything about that, and Fireheart heard some uneasy murmuring from the warriors around him. I can offer you a way home crooked star continued to get here we cross the river by the two-legged bridge if you go that way you can tra- for on. you can travel through our territory and cross back lower down there's a dead tree caught up by the stepping stones before blue star could speak tiger claw hissed and why should we trust river clan crooked star ignored him and his amber eyes on blue star as he waited for her, her response she dipped her head respectfully Thank you, sir. We accept your offer. The River Clan leader nodded briefly and turned to escort her out of the clearing. There were still some mutterings among the Thunder Clan cats as Blue Star led her warriors through the bushes and up the slope out of the hollow. Cats from Shadow Clan and Wind Clan hissed at them, even through River Clan warriors flanked them protectively on both sides. Fireheart realized with a jolt that the divisions within the group can travel through our territory and prospect wait within the forest had shifted in the space of a single gathering he was relieved when they reached the top of the slope and felt hostile and felt the hostile gathering behind them and left a hostile gathering behind them he noticed Graystripe trying to edge his way closer to Silverstream, but another of the RiverClan queens was in in his way, giving Silverstream a lick from time to time. "You're, you're sure you're not tired?" the queen fussed. "It's a long journey when you're expecting kits." "No, Greenflower, I'm fine," Silverstream replied patiently, casting a frustrated glance at Graystripe over her friend's head. Tigerclaw brought up the rear at the center clan patrol, swinging his huge head aggressively from side to side as if he expected the river clan cats to attack at any moment. Bluestar, on the other hand, seemed to be quiet at ease quiet at ease traveling with the other clan. Once they were away from four trees, she let Crooked Star take the lead while she dropped back to join Mistry- Mistyfoot. I hear you have kits, she meowed. Her voice level. Are they well? Miss foot looked slightly surprised to be addressed by the Thunder Clan leader. Two. Two of them were swept away in the river. She stammered. Fireheart and stripe saved them. I'm sorry, you must have been frightened for them, Blue Star murmured. Her blue eyes soft with sympathy. I'm glad Thunder clan warriors were able to help. Did your kids recover? Yes, they're fine now, Blue Star. Mistyfoot still seemed bewildered at the question so closely by the Thunder Clan leader. They're all fine. They'll be apprentices soon. I'm sure they'll make fine warriors, Blue Star mewed warmly. Watching the, his leader and the River Clan Queen walking step for step, Fireheart couldn't help thinking how their blue-gray fur shone almost identically in the moonlight. They had the same neat, compact bodies, and with and and when they had to leap over a log delay in their path, they both flexed their limbs with the same economically, economical ripple of muscle. Stonefur, coming up from behind, was a copy of his sister. It was a silver sheen to his coat, and an invaluable deftness, deftness of movement. If cats from different fans could look so so like Fireheart wondered why couldn't they think alike too? Why did they have to be so much quarreling between them? Uncomfortable uncomfortable You remember that anti agnom Antigonus <laughs> if you guys want to help me pronounce that, it's spelled A N T A G O N I S M. Shown to uh shown to toward his clan by shadow clan and Clan. and their bitterness over bluster's defensive broken tail as he padded toward the bridge alert for the scent of two legs fireheart felt the cold winds of war beginning to sweep over the forest on the second dawn after the gathering fireheart woke oh wait huh? yeah um fireheart felt the cold winds of war beginning to sweep over the forest on the second dawn after the gathering, Fireheart woke in the warrior's den to find that Graystripe had already left. The hollow in the mosque where his friend had been sleeping was quite cold. Gone to meet Silverstream, Fireheart thought with a sigh of re- reason, uh, resentation. It was hardly surprising now that Graystripe knew she was going to have kids, but it meant that Fireheart couldn't, could, would have to wait to cover for his absence again. Yawning widely, Fireheart pushed his way through the outer branches branches of the bush and shook moss from his coat while he looked around the clearing. The sun was beginning to edge its way toward the bracken wall, casting long shadows over the bare ground. The sky was pure, cloudless, and blue. Birdsong all around held the promise of easy prey. Hey, Brackenpaw, Fireheart called to the apprentice's den, sat blinking at the entrance to his den. Do you want to go hunting? Brackenpaw leaped to his paws and raced across the clearing to Fireheart. Now, he asked, the light shining in his eyes. Yes, now, Fireheart, meowed Fireheart. Suddenly, sharing the young cat's eagerness, I could do with a nice fresh mouse, couldn't you? Brack and Paul fell in behind them as they headed for the gorse tunnel. He hadn't even asked where Graystripe was. Fireheart realized Graystripe had never taken his duties as a mentor seriously. He thought with a pang of warrior worry. He had been more interested in Silverstripe r- right from the start. Meanwhile, Fireheart himself had more or less taken over Brack and Paul's training. He enjoyed it, and he liked the serious-minded ginger tom. He was troubled, and he was troubled that loyalty to the clan didn't mean more to the gray stri- more to gray stripe. He put these thoughts aside, and as he held Brackenpaw up the ravine, as he led Brackenpaw up the ravine, avoiding the muddy scramble stream bed where the flood water was drying up. It was hard to be sad or anxious on a bright, warm day like this. But the floods were more than ever every day. There was no longer any danger that ThunderClan would be dri- driven out from their camp by rising water. At the top of the ravine, Fireheart paused. Okay, Brackenpole, he meowed. Have a good sniff. What can you smell? Brackenpaw stood with his head erect, his eyes closed, but his jaws parted to drink in the breeze. Mouse, he meowed at last, rabbit and blackbird, and some other bird I don't know. That's a a woodpecker, Fireheart told him. Anything else? Brackenpaw scented and his eyes snapped open in alarm. Fox! Fresh, the apprentice sniffed again and relaxed, looking a bit ashamed of himself. No, stale. Two or three days old, I think. Good, Brackenpaw. Now, now you head that way as far as the, as the two old oaks, and I, I'll go this way. He watched Brackenpaw for a few moments as the apprentice moved slowly into the shadow of the trees, stopping every few paces to taste the air. A flutter of wings under a bush distant, distracted Fireheart, turning his head. He saw a thrush flapping to keep its balance as it tugged a worm from the soil. Fireheart crouched down and crept toward it by, paw by paw. The thrush pulled the worm f- free and sh- and started to tuck in. Fireheart bunched his muscles for the pounce. Fireheart, fireheart. Pa- Brackenpaw's frantic mew split the silence. His paws cr- crunched on dead leaves as he tore through the trees toward Fireheart. Through Fireheart hurled himself at the thrush, it had been... It had been, It had been given too much warning. It flew up to the low branch, squawking in panic. While Fireheart's paws studded onto empty ground. "'What do you think you're doing?' Fireheart swung around angrily to face the apprentice. "'I have caught that thrush, and now listen to it. Every bit of prey in the forest will—' "'Fireheart,' Brackenpaw gasped out, skidding to a halt in front of them. "'They're coming. I could smell them.' Then I saw them. "'Smell who? Who's coming?' Broken Paul's eyes were round with fear. Shadow Clan and Wind Clan, he meowed. They're coming to invade our camp. And that's the end of chapter 19. Um, we'll take a break. Uh, well, let's see. We'll take a quick break and come back soon. Also, um, I'm sorry to. This- probably it might post, uh, on Sunday, but, um, it might have to post on Monday, um, because the next chapter is also really long, so, see you next time, bye. And we're back, <clears throat> um, now we can read, uh, chapter 20. Uh, let's see. Okay. Where? How many warriors? Fireheart demanded. Over there. Brackenpaw flicked his tail toward the deeper forest. I don't know how many. They're creeping through the undergrowth. Okay. Fireheart thought quickly, trying to ignore the th- sudden thumping in his heart. Go back to camp. Warned Bluestar and Tigerclaw. We need some warriors out here right now. Yes, Fireheart. Brackenpaw spun around and raced off down the ravine. As soon as he had gone, Fireheart headed into the forest, prowling with the with new caution beneath the arcing ferns. At first, all seemed quiet. though it wasn't long before he picked up the ranks and of two, of many in, cat, intruding cats, the scents of Windclan and Shadowclan. Somewhere ahead, a bird sounded a stuttering alarm call. Fireheart c- took cover behind a tree. He could still see nothing his fur prickled with anticipation he bunched his hind quarters and sprang clawing his way up a trunk of, a, of the tree until he could scramble onto a low branch crouching there he peered down through the leaves of the forest floor seemed em- the forest floor seemed empty with not even a beetle stirring then Fireheart caught sight of a fern quivering something flashed white and was gone Moments later, a dark head poked out of the undergrowth below the tree. Fireheart recognized Night- Nightstar. A soft mew came from him. "Follow me." The ShadowClan leader emerged from the bracken of the ra- a- and raced across a stretch of open ground. A band of cats streaming after him. Fireheart grew groovy- <clears> even. <throat> Fireheart grew even more tense when he had see- when he saw how many warriors from one clan and shadow clan bore down on his camp together. Fireheart saw a t- tall star in Cedar Fur, Deadfoot and Stumpytail, Wetfoot and One Whisker, running side by side as if they were littermates. littermates not long ago these cats had been fighting each other in the snowbound wind clan camp now they were untied in their hatred of broken tail and of the thunder clan for sheltering them fireheart knew he could have he would have to fight them even through he thought of the wind clan warriors as his friends he would have to stand by his leader and his own clan as Fireheart braced himself to spring down, he heard a single furious caterwaul from the direction of the camp and recognized Tigerclaw's voice summoning the warriors to battle. For all his, for all his distrust of the deputy, Fireheart couldn't help feeling relieved. Right now, Thunderclan needed all of Tyre Claw's fierce courage and fighting skills. Fireheart scrambled down the tree, hit the ground with all four paws, and streaked toward the battle no longer trying to hide, hide from the invaders. When he broke out of the trees, he saw the open ground at the top top of the ravine was covered with a mass of writhing, spitting cats. Terraclaw and Nightstar wrestled together, clawing furiously. Darkstripe had pinned down a Windclan warrior, and Mousefur flung herself, screeching in fury, on top of Cedarfur. Morningflower, a Windclan queen, raked her claws down long tail's flank and sent him howling back down the slope Fireheart sprang at Moonflower, Morningflower. more morning flower. anger pounded pounding through the his veins he couldn't help remembering how he had helped this same queen carry her kit on the way back to one clan's camp after broken star had driven out her clan uh. He couldn't help remembering how he had helped this same Queen carrier kit on the way back to Wing clan camp after Broken Star had driven out her clan. She leaped around as Fireheart landed beside her and pulled back just as she was about to swipe him with her claws. For a few heartbeats, both cats stared at each other. Mo- Mo- Morningflower's eyes were filled with sorrow, and Fireheart could see that she too remembered what they had endured together. He could not bring himself to strike her, and after a moment, she backed f- away from him and disappeared into the heaving mass of cats. Before he could draw a breath, a cat slammed into him from behind, knocking him onto the damp ground. He scrambled vain- vainly to get up. Twisting his neck, he gazed up into the fierce eyes of a Clan warrior. Stumpytail. A heartbeat later, the Shadow Clan warrior's teeth sank into his shoulder, letting out a yell of pain. Fireheart battered at Stumpytail's ba- belly with his black legs, clawing out clumps of his of the brown tabby fur. Stumpytail's blood splattered him as the Shadow Clan warrior reared back in agony and was gone. Fireheart scrambled up and looked around, panting. The fiercest fighting had shifted to the bottom of the ravine. The enemy cats were pushing forward, clearly determined to invade the camp. The outnumbered ThunderClan warriors were unable to keep them back. And what, where was Bluestar? Then Fireheart saw her, with white Starman dustpelt. She crouched at the entrance to the Gorse Tunnel, ready to bar the way, through her life. Be- yeah, bar the way with her life. Already, one whisker and Wetfoot had broken through Tiger Claw's defense, and as Fireheart stared horrified, Wetfoot flung himself at Blue Star. Fireheart raced along the top of the ravine. Out of the whole of Thunderclan, only he and Yellowfang knew that Blue Star was on the on the last of her nine lives. If she died in this battle, Thunderclan would be without a leader, or a or worse, would be left to the control of Tigerclaw. When he was above the tunnel entrance, Fireheart plunged straight down the slope, his paws barely touching the treacherously steep rocks. Rocks to land, skidding in the, in the thick of the fight, his teeth tore into Wetfoot's neck, dragging the warrior off Blue Star. The Thunderclan leader slashed her claws at the gray tabby tom till he scrabbled backward and fled. A wave of fighting cats bore down on Fireheart and the other cats by the gorse tunnel. Fireheart bit and scratched instinctively without knowing which cat he was fighting. Sharp claws slashed his forehead and blood began to trickle into into his eyes. He took a gasping breath, feeling as if he were about to suffocate in the ranks of his enemies. Then he heard Blue Star meowing close to his ear. They're pushing through the wall. Fall back! Defend the camp! Fireheart scrabbled to keep on his paws at, as the invaders carried the, the battle into the tunnel itself. The gorse ter, tore at his fur like hostile claws. It was impossible to fight here, so he turned along his own links and struggled through the gorse into the camp. In the clearing, Willipo re, running wing and sandstorm had rushed to guard the nursery, ready to pre, protect the nursing queens and their kits. Longtail, hastily licking his wounds, stood beside Broken Tail's den with Brackenpaw beside him. Among the branches of the fallen tree, Fireheart could just make out the dark, tabby fur and sightless eyes of the former Shadow Clan leader. He could not help feeling a pang of frustration that they were being attacked for the sake of a cruel and murderous cat. Night Star and One Whisker were the first to break out of the tunnel, streaking across the open ground toward Broken Tail's den. Tulsar pushed his way through the thorny hedge and joined them. More of the invaders followed. Stopped in, Fireheart yelled, rallying the th- 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 rally r- 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 sorry, rallying the clan warriors as he ra- raced across the clearing. They want broken tail. He threw himself on Nightstar, rolling his black the black tom over on the dusty ground. He couldn't help wondering how many ThunderClan cats really wanted to defend the former ShadowClan leader. Many of them would no doubt be happy to hand him hand him over to the other clans, but Fireheart also felt sure that they would stay loyal. Whatever they felt in their hearts, they would fight for ThunderClan. He pinned Nightstar Nightstar down, his teeth bare bare buried in the, the cl- in the leader's bony shoulder nightstar writhed under him and heaved upward fireheart lost his balance and suddenly found that he was trapped The w- trapped the warrior through old was still fiercely strong nightstar bared his fangs his eyes gleaming all of a sudden, he reared back, letting Fireheart go. Shaking blood from his eyes, Fireheart saw that Brackenpaw had leaped at the ShadowClan leader and was clinging to to his back with all four paws. Nightstar tried vainly to shake him off and then rolled over, cr- crushing Brackenpaw against the ground. The apprentice let out a furious howl. Fireheart slashed at Nightstar with claws outstretched. But Tallstar but thrust between them, trying to reach Broken Tail's den. To his dismay, Fireheart felt himself being forced backward. Then, Tigerclaw was there. The huge deputy was bleeding from many wo- wounds, and his fur was plastered with mud. But his amber eyes w- still burned with the fire of battle. He swiped a massive paw at Tallstar, bowling him over and sending him scrambling away. More Thunderclan cats appeared. Whitesurfing mouse for running wing running wind and blue star herself the tide of battle turned the invaders started to retreat breaking for the tunnel and the gaps in the bracken around the clearing fireheart watched panting as one whisker vanished at the tail end of the fleeing invaders the battle was over broken tail stayed crouching in his den, his head low as he stared unseen unseen at the ground he, made, he had made not one sound during the battle. Fireheart wondered if he even knew what his adopted clan had risked for him. Close by, had struggled to his paws. Fur hung raggedly from one's shoulder, and his coat was smeared with dust and blood. But his eyes glowed. Well done, Fireheart meowed. He fought like a warrior. The apprentice's eyes shone even brighter. Meanwhile, the battered ThunderClan cats were gathered around Blue Star. All were muddy and bleeding, and they looked as, as as exhausted as Fireheart felt. At first, they were silent; their heads lowered. Fireheart could sense no triumph in their victory. "You brought brought this on us," it was Darkstripe who spoke angrily, angrily confronting Blue Star. "You made us keep Broken Tail here, and now we've been torn to pieces defending him." How long before one of us is killed for his sake? Hooster looked troubled. I never thought it would be easy, Darkstripe, but we must do what we believe is right. Darkstripe spat at her with contempt. For Broken Tail, for a couple of Mouse Tails, I'd kill him myself. Several of, of the other warriors meowed their agreement. Dark Stripe Tiger Claw shouldered his way through the assembled cats to stand beside Blue Star, who looked suddenly old and fra- frail again beside the huge dark tabby. This is your leader you're talking to. Show some respect. For a heartbeat, Dark Stripe glared at them both, then bowed his head. Tiger Claw swung his massive head, sweeping his amber gaze over all the cats. Far Heart, go and fetch Yelving. meowed yeah, Blue Star. Fireheart turned toward the medicine cat's den to see that she was already running stiffly across the clearing, followed closely by Cinderpaw. Quickly, the two cats began to check on the warrior's wounds, searching out the ones who needed the most urgent treatment. As Fireheart waited for his turn, he saw another cat appear from the camp entrance. It was Graystripe. His fur was sleek and unmarked. A couple of pieces of fresh gold dangled from his jaws. Before Fireheart could move, Tigerclaw broke away from, C- from Cinderpaw and strode across to meet Greystripe in the middle of the clearing. Where have you been? he demanded. Greystripe looked bewildered. He dropped the fresh kill and h- meowed, hunting. What on earth happened here? What does it look like? snarled the deputy. One clan and Clan invaded, trying to get at Broken Tail. We needed every warrior, but it seems that you weren't here. Where were you? With Silverstream, Fireheart answered silently. He thinks Starkland that at least Graystripe had brought back some prey. So he had a genuine reason for being away from camp. Well, how was I supposed to know what ha- was happening? Greystripe protested to the deputy, beginning to look annoyed. Or do I have to ask your permission before I set Paul out of camp? Fireheart winced. Greystripe could have... could should have known better than to provoke Tigerclaw like that, but perhaps guilt was making him reckless. Tigerclaw growled low in his throat. You're always too often for my liking. You and Fireheart. Hang on. Fireheart was stung into replying. I was here today when the cats attacked, and it's not Graystripe's fault that he wasn't. Tigerclaw let his cold gaze rest on Graystripe, and then Fireheart. Just be careful, he spat. I've got my eye on both of you. He swung around and stalked back to see Cinderpaw. Like I care, stripe muttered, but he didn't meet Fireheart's eyes. While Graystripe went to take his prey to the pile of fresh girl, Fireheart limped back to the mess and cats uh to have his wounds seen too. Hmm growled Yellowfang as she ran an expert eye over him. If they pulled out much more of your fur, you'd look like an eel. But none of these wounds is deep. You'll live. Cinderpaw came up with a wad of cobwebs, which she, pre- she pressed to the scratch over Fireheart's eye. Gently, she touched her nose to his. You're brave, Fireheart, she whispered. Not really. Fireheart felt embarrassed. We all did what we had to. But it's not easy, Yellfin grasped unspe- unexpectedly. I've fought battles in my time, and I know. "'Blue Star,' she went on, turning to the leader and facing her squarely. "'Thank you. It means a lot to me that you risked your clan to protect Broken Tail.' "'Blue Star shook her head. There's no need for thanks, Yellowfang. "'It's a matter of honor, despite what Broken Tail has done. "'He deserves our compassion now.' "'The old medicine cat bowed her head softly so that only Blue Star and Fireheart could hear. "'She, she mewed. He has brought great danger to my adopted clan.' And I'm sorry for that. Blue Star moved closer to her and gave her gray coat a comforting look. For a moment, the expression in her eyes was that of a mother soothing a fretful kit. A picture came into Fireheart's mind of the ship, of the clan leader padding through the forest on the night of the gathering, and the moonlight that shone on three silver coats on Blue Star, Missyfoot, and Stonefur. Fireheart gasped. Was that what he had seen? Three cats so identical they could be nothing else but kin? Mistyfoot and Stonefur were sister and brother. He knew. And Greypool had told them that they had once been born the scent of ThunderClan. They had once born the scent of ThunderClan. Was it possible that Blue Star's kids hadn't died all those moons ago? Could it be that Mistyfoot and Stonefur were the ThunderClan leaders lost kits and that's the end of chapter 20 um hopefully next week we can read chapter 21 um and i'll see you guys next time